The food industry has a $4 quadrillion problem. You heard that right. This number represents the losses due to unused or misused feed in animals. With hundreds of thousands of acres being dedicated to farmland each year, agriculture is an important force that is continually shaping our world, yet could a new enzyme begin to unlock this $4 quadrillion opportunity? Is this the real key to creating a planet of plenty? As Altec's Alternative Raw Materials and Feed Efficiency Platform Global Director, Kyle McKinney is focused on feed efficiency. He earned a PhD in agricultural biotechnology, focusing on the development of microbial fermentation systems to produce complex enzymes that improve feed and nutrition. Dr. McKinney joins us to talk about new opportunities for food in our future. Thanks for joining us, Kyle. Thank you very much. So before we talk about the future, where are we today? Where is the state of the art in feed efficiency right now? When we talk about this opportunity, uh, we consider the future of food and feeding the population. And this whole concept and idea comes from the fact that over the next 20, 30 years, we're going to add two to three billion more people. People say during the time frame of the next 30 years, we will have to produce more food in 30 years than we've produced in the history of mankind. So when we read about the future of food, we see the positives, we see the challenges, opportunities, and some downright scary aspects such as not having enough calories, not having enough food. So we look at this as an opportunity, an opportunity to utilize technology, specifically an enzyme, to be able to extract or help the animal digest more available nutrients from our feeds. So I don't look at the doom and gloom. I believe that we will have plenty of calories, and I believe that when we look at our feedstuffs and you look at how much we lose in terms of nutrients and calories now when we're feeding our animals, it's an enormous opportunity, a four quadrillion dollar opportunity. We're tossing around some enormous numbers here, uh, and I, I mentioned that number uh, quadrillion. That's, for perspective's sake, that's a thousand trillion dollars. Um, if you placed one quadrillion British pound coins on top of each other, they'd reach beyond our solar system. That's how much we're talking about. We're talking about four quadrillion dollars in losses due to unused or misused feed in animals. So the scope and the proportion of this is beyond imagination. When we hear about unused or misused feed, what does that mean and how does this happen? If you put some context behind that number, we produce about 3 billion tons of grains per year. Most of those go into feedstuffs to feed our animals. And the problem is that we lose about 25% on average of the available nutrients because of fibrous components in the feeds. It's almost, I use uh, terminology, a, a, a nest, a bird nest that traps nutrients and the animal can't digest. So when we look and consider 3 billion tons of feed, of grain, and we consider the 25% losses, and you look at the calorie levels of all those grains, that's really where we get to in terms of this four quadrillion, which is an enormous number to even consider and think about. It is, it is. We hear that there's a new enzyme uh, that could transform this problem into something of an opportunity. What is the new enzyme and how was it identified? 
our focus has always been on getting the most out of our diets. And to do that, you have to consider there's lots of components in a diet that trap nutrients, lots of variations of fiber if we want to go that simple. And to break all those fibrous components down, we believe it takes many enzymes. So we focused on a technology called solid-state fermentation. And solid-state fermentation is, is an ancient technology. What we are able to do is utilize a, a non-GMO organism, a fungus. We grow that fungus on a high-fiber feedstuff. And it produces a whole host of natural enzymes that are designed to break down grains and feedstuffs because we start with that. So our approach is utilizing solid-state fermentation to produce an enzyme complex, many enzymes, to work on the many fiber substrates that we have in a diet. So we don't focus on just one or two. We're focusing on, on a dozen or more of these substrates that are trapping nutrients. And when we can break those down, we see the most benefit in terms of nutrient availability for the animal. And is this technology being applied? This technology is being applied. We've been pioneers in this solid-state fermentation uh, system. We have a facility in Sudan, Mexico, that produces for Alltech globally. We do research in terms of looking at how we can improve that system. And we do research looking at new uh, microorganisms that may give us even better enzyme complexes to focus and get more and more out of the diet. That's our... That's the challenge the industry has, and that's the challenge we get have for ourselves. How do we continue improving the efficiency of those diets? Which means as we feed more animals to feed the growing population, we've got more grain sources because we're, we're getting more efficient. So that's how we're approaching this planet of plenty using this solid-state fermentation enzyme technology. And in this application, you're actually seeing those results. Absolutely. We see with our enzyme system, for example, we can improve the digestibility of this grain and feedstuff 7 8%. So if you take 7 8% of that quadrillion amount of calories that we're losing in all of our grains and feedstuffs, it's an enormous number. It's an enormous number. It's going to allow us to feed more animals in the future. I know that you spent some time working for Alltech in Costa Rica, the project focused on using the Alltech crop science portfolio to control disease and reduce chemical applications. And it also allowed your team to set up a fermentation lab to evaluate more sustainable microbial solutions for disease control. How has the knowledge gained from that work informed what you're doing now? The tie together between those two projects is simply our expertise in fermentation, in microbial fermentation. We learned a lot about producing microorganisms in our systems in Costa Rica that we were able to take to our facilities in Kentucky and our facilities in Mexico and others and be more efficient in how we produce our products. So the tie together there was simply the fact that we went to Costa Rica, we set up a fermentation system we were very successful in utilizing this type technology to reduce chemical input. But what we gained is, is knowledge of how to become more efficient in our production models that allowed us to move different locations that we have, uh, production locations globally. 
Earlier, you referenced population growth in the world. I'm wondering how will this new enzyme factor into supporting a planet of plenty? If you look at the numbers, in 2050, there's an expectation that we will require 70% more meat, food. And that's something around 500 million tons more meat in 2050 than we can they're producing today. And that's something around 1 billion more tons of milk than we're producing today. In the last 60 years, we haven't had additional acres of land growing grains. So we've done some amazing feats in agriculture. With less land, we produce more meat. Moving in the next 30 years, who knows how much more additional land will free up for grain production to produce more protein. So this SSF enzyme technology and enzyme complex is going to be critical for the simple fact that we don't know that we'll have more acres of land. We probably will find it somewhere, but we've got to get more efficient because we do know one thing, we're going to have to produce more meat and protein production to feed the population. So, uh, Kyle, what else are you keeping an eye on in terms of alternative raw materials? Uh, in a traditional industry like farming, why is it important to look for new ways of, of doing things? You know, the, the hot topics in alternative materials right now are, are insect proteins. In Kentucky, which we find interesting, is hemp. The number one producing state in the United States in hemp. Uh, how is that going to play into how we're feeding animals in the future is a key question. And it's our duty to keep an eye on and understand how some of these alternative materials will play a role as we feed animals. You know, at the moment, we're still very traditional corn and soy. But the new technologies, specifically in terms of insect protein and insect uh, meals, are going to be a, probably the fastest growing segment in the next five to 10 years. That's fascinating. And, and I've been wondering if Alltech had an interest in hemp because it's so popular in, in Kentucky and it grows all over the state, of course. Uh, is there actual activity in this area? Our activity began with our Alltech crop science, uh, looking at some of our technologies for improving, getting more efficient, more yield in hemp, and that was a project that's ongoing. But for certain, in terms of animal feed and animal nutrition, our researchers are, are digging in, to looking at how hemp will play a role. Right now, it's not going into diets, but we have to keep an eye on this and see how that changes and see how it fits into feeding strategies. And getting back to insects, also fascinating. There certainly are plenty of them, but is there, are there particular species that are of interest? The number one insect used right now is called a black soldier fly, and picking the insect is all determining how fast the growth rate of the insect, how much protein is in that, ins in that fly meal, so black soldier flies, the number one uh, insect producer at the moment. What would you say are the, the trends that you're keeping your eye on right now? I think the trends that we're looking at are in all tech really revolve around technology and agriculture. How are we getting more efficient in monitoring animals, feeding animals, observing the nutritional needs of the animals, and what new technologies are going to allow us to do that? So I think... We internally have some programs where we're looking at innovation for, for, for sensors, for example. But it all 
gets back for us is focusing on how are we improving the nutritional component of that animal and improving profits for our, for our farmers and our growers. Dr. Kyle McKinney, Altex Alternative Raw Materials and Feed Efficiency Platform Global Director, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you.